from an advanced polling station, it's the Vocal Minority Podcast. episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast, the podcast that's quoted on Reddit as hilariously witty and clever. I read that somewhere. Hooray! Thanks, Reddit folk. We lol. assume you're being sarcastic, but we'll take it. You forgot lol. I was leaving that for you. Mm. Lol. It's your favorite part. Uh, that does mean it's time for us to once again fill your mind bellies with all the wit that they can swallow. Cast your vote for a helping of informative frivolity with a healthy side of anger and cynicism and meet our usual panel of pundits. His vote always goes to who and whatever will bring footy back to the good old days when players wore black boots, proper numbers, and we didn't have spurs advertising all over our pitch. He is chief curmudgeon at VMP, and for one more week, the managing editor of Waking the Red, it's Duncan Fletcher. Boo! He'll gladly cast a ballot for anyone that makes Adobe open source and thinks memes are awesome ways to get your message across. He is the meme master from the Yorkies. It's Mark Hinckley. I don't know what you're on about, Dunk, but I support you. Thank you. He'll elect anyone that will build a secret tunnel or bridge for us to get to BMO without having to endure the hell that is going under the go tracks each week. Vice curmudgeon and managing editor of the Yorkies, it's Tony Walsh. Duncan's a scary ghost. <laughs> I do believe there already is a tunnel under the go tracks. That's the problem. Secret. Mm. New one. Ah. Uh, mm. Mole people. I said secret. Mm. secret. Well, now everybody knows! <laughs> <laughs> We just say we were going to tell them where the tunnel was. It's under the go train tracks. (laughs) (laughs) You did tell them. (sighs) And my vote goes to anyone that brings actual stability to this club. Not just keeping the current guy on through the offseason to mimic stability. Real, long-lasting stability. So I'll just be spoiling my ballot then. But until that day that never comes, I am still a writer of words at Waking the Red and your host, Kristen Knowles. Fantasy. Mm. Are you tired of Toronto politics always going backwards or even sometimes sideways? If you believe that we have a good, solid core group of councillors who will never miss a budget deadline again, then vote for a man who only believes in one direction. Forward. Always forward. A brief spell as deputy mayor in a Californian town you've never heard of is all the proof you need to unleash Greg Vanny as mayor on October 27th. Greg Vanny, because there's no such thing as an interim mayor. So on Saturday... We played, we watched them attempt to play a game against Montreal Impact. I was going to throw some French in here, but honestly, I can't be bothered because neither can they. A dismal day, a dismal effort, and ultimately a dismal season. And uh, once again, our Reds, depleted in starters or not, played down to their opponent and uh, let the cheese makers steal our curds and whey. Now, that was a crappy match. Mm-hmm. Um, does anybody have a highlight from it? Uh, Bendix application of first aid. Yeah, th- there was an obvious highlight. Uh, does anyone no. not have that? Actually, wait, no, wait. No. I, 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 did, <laughs> I did not. Like, I was not at the game. I got to see this uh, in the in the comfort of, of, of a home. And um, 
let me tell you. That's what, creepy. I don't know what you could have seen. It wasn't my home. TFC home invasion. That doesn't like. help. <laughs> visiting. Okay, so what? I don't know if you guys could catch it from the police, big screen. If you noticed <laughs> any, yeah, blink once. Home invasions on Saturday. Yeah, I broke in just so I could watch shitty football. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna get off scot free. Well, definition of insanity. Um. So I don't know if you guys caught it on the big screen, but it was. It was brilliant after he picked him up and, you know, his idiot's feet hit the ground. It was the look of, like, I'm laughing, but I'm trying to be serious that I just caught this guy totally faking. And he's yelling at the ref. He's like, come on, ref, while he's trying desperately to suppress a grin. I will take that as a, as one of the best moments of the year. Not that there's many, but that is, that's magical. It was very enjoyable, yes. Yeah, I mean, it's maybe not something you can encourage, because what if he is actually hurt? You know, what if Osorio kind of, like, broke his foot when he stamped on it? Uh, you, you know, you don't want to be messing oh, with actually been, injured that players. Been perfect, but actually. Oh, that would have been better, okay. Yeah, like it would have been, been the perfect metaphor for the season. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, was, it was very fun. I enjoyed it. It was the only moment in 90 minutes that I can remember the majority of the stadium applauding outside of the goal. Hmm. It's true. This is true. Uh, so, did, wait, did we actually all have the same thing? Yes. Is there? A, do we have a consensus klaxon? Like <laughs> this, this never happens. <laughs> What's a klaxon? <laughs> uh, yeah. That's yeah. I was like, what? The booby noise. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that's what that's called. That's a klaxon. Yeah, yeah. I just know it as a. Yeah. <laughs> he knows it by its North American term. Yeah. The booby noise. Yes. Booby noise. I would also like to throw out a little mention to uh, Felipe's little dance after he scored. I quite enjoyed that, to be honest. That's because you like the villains. I do. I, I do enjoy a good, stupid pantomime villain that everyone's supposed to hate. And he did that role very well. And, you know, I wasn't in any kind of thing where, oh, I'm so upset that TFC had a goal scored against. And this is tragic where it might have annoyed me. So I enjoyed that. It was good. I agree. <laughs> it's a Darby. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, if you can't do that at, in a derby match when you score against your most heated rival, when can you do it? That's excellent. Don't take that out of the sport. Yeah. I didn't. When did I say that? You were looking that yeah, way. Yeah, you meant it. Your eyes meant it. I can honestly say, though, <laughs> for the first time since this derby, like, I, don't, I don't give a fuck about the geography of it, but this is the first time I can honestly say that Montreal's got somebody I want to huck something at. Honestly, I could care less for the team. Like, win or lose, like, okay, they're there, big deal. I've got more ire for other teams. But that was magical. Oh, I now, I'd like to throw things at Kamara. Uh, well, but that's just... Now I actually dis- genuinely dislike somebody on Montreal. More of that, please. Yeah. Assume there's a lot more feistiness between the players as well. Usually, you know, it's yeah, generally it been a very... Yeah, kind of scrappy towards the end, which yeah, was good. It's generally been very... Eh, eh. Kind of feel to it for the, the action on the pitch, really. But um, yeah, some handbags, it's good stuff. I have one other minor highlight from this day of highlights. Mm. The game ending? No, no, it was pre match when the BMO Field PA announcer announced Jack McInerney as Jack McInerney. <laughs> was that how he said it? I can't remember. It was something Jack really McKerney. awfie. McKierney. Jack, Jack McInerney. Doesn't yeah. she know that it's yeah, three like, guys? I mean, yeah. we couldn't make yes. it any simpler. It, uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. it was. It was Fans, listen to our podcast, idiot. Like, come on. <laughs> Fuck. We try so hard. Uh-huh. All right, low light. 
the rest of it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one specific I will put out is just seeing the team sheet and specifically the midfield. I'm going to go back a week or so here because I wasn't here last week and I feel like not enough anger was vented towards what happened in the New York game. But fuck you, Michael Bradley. Fuck you. That's all. Okay. No, it's not all. No, no. come on. Fuck off. Haglund gets his red card. 25 seconds later, you show up and start yelling at the ref. Ref stands there for a good fucking minute letting you do it. Hooray. It's all over. You've made your point. Everyone moves on. Then two minutes later, you go back and fucking give him some more and get yourself a yellow fucking card. Fuck right off. Character leadership. Ooh, that's what this is all supposed to be about. Fuck you. It's our future captain you're swearing about right there. Absolutely. Yeah. We're going to run out of Fagundes. <laughs> Let's hope so. I put my low light was uh, Gravel's goal. Now, <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. No, no. no, no. Let me. Please do. Go It was a quality goal, but if I had to take a guess at the top 10 potential goal scorers for Toronto, he wouldn't even be on the list. There'd be actually two Montreal defenders that I would have put on the list. <laughs> so my point is that in such a critical match, this is the guy who steps up, which is great. But where the hell was everyone else? It was the, it was kind of like this perfectly nails it as far as when you need the big guns to show up, they're gone. None of the big guns I, were there. And, and it's like big guns is air quotes because they're really just slingshots. I, I, I would like to say that it, it's very cute and adorable that you saw this as a, a big game where we needed the big game. No, it, no, 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 no that this was dead. This meant nothing. We were fucking dead. No, let's I, not I, pretend this. Mattered. No, but. No, I, 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 no, I understand that, but you know, all the hyperbole, you know, backs against the wall, yes. cliche, cliche, cliche. They were certainly talking about it as if, oh, we yeah, still it's, got the foregone conclusion. Oh, sure. no, it's... Craval mm. is on. Craval, come on. Well, in his defense, it was his first match on the wing. No, that, and you know, all again, all credit to because him. Because he, he, with he, two games left in the season is when you try these things. Of course, <laughs> and clearly he wasn't no half stepping. So he. <laughs> Like, great, but Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Seriously. Mm. Nice. Um, I guess we have run out of Fagundes' then. We're, we're going to have to uh, censor uh, ourselves oh. from here on in. Uh, uh, <laughs> this is going to be your F-word show. <laughs> yeah, it could well be. What? It could well I'm be. I'm just going to keep using the same woman over and over. <laughs> <laughs> I might take a reference of you saying Fagundes and using that. Do it. <laughs> you want to Felipe! <laughs> Use that. Um, we all know where they were in this match and its importance, and it's true. They, this team was done a month ago, and we all knew it. Um, but to be... There was long stretches of this match where they were bossed on, yeah. their, on their home pitch by... Yeah. They played by the, down to By Montreal. one of the lowliest teams yeah. in the One of the worst teams. And that... And one of the worst road teams. And going ahead, whatever, you, where you are in, even if they were already out of the playoffs, if you are professing to the fans every chance you get that, you know, good core going forward and, you know, momentum into next year, blah, 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 this is what you're showing us? This is this is what you're able to mm. muster? This I, is the change that has resulted from, you know, getting rid of Nelson. Oh, it's so much better now. Yeah. I don't care if this was the battle for 7th and 8th. No, where was the actual, where was the fight? There was yeah. no fight. It there was, was long, long stretches of yeah. the match where Montreal owned that match. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they are a poor team. 
I mean, I think we're a pretty poor team too, but we're, well, and, we're and, supposed to be. And they know. left guys on the bench that normally, if it was a if it was a big deal game to them, like they actually, you know, Devio stayed. When did he come on? Seven yeah, years. Seven years. Yeah. Like it yeah. wasn't like it was like all right, we are gonna come. They, they into didn't your, have Piatti. You know, they mm-hmm. just their best player exactly, yeah. and yet. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was how Toronto played. Yep, yep, yep. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I felt warmed by that display, but not at all. Um, all right, we're gonna quickly touch on, you know, the little bits of frivolity from the game, other than the game itself, because it was just such a fucking joke. Um, Bendik and Felipe, of course, Bendik's he- healing powers, but it does bring to mind another Toronto goalkeeper. Who had a moment, Mr. John Conway? Current goalkeeper coach. Where do you think Bendik's learning this? That's right. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Stuart Kerr can't teach that. Mm -hmm. Good point. (laughs) That's why. Only badges. Yeah, he doesn't have that badge. (laughs) You don't get that sort of thing with UEFA badges and experience from a whole bunch of clubs. No, no. no. Only a man who could marry Andy Petrillo. It's not the Spurs, lady. (laughs) Thank you. Do right. you want to throw in a couple fucks? Because <laughs> Duncan's got the lead. Felipe! <laughs> but who had the better moment? The the, the Bendik magical curing carry or the Conway uh, pile driver? I like pickle slam. <laughs> Pickles. Pickle slam. Pickle TM. power. Pickle slam was good. It was the half scoop slam. <laughs> it was good. It, you know... I'm calling it the raw dill. He's egg- <laughs> oh the raw dill. <laughs> <laughs> the real dill. The bloody big dill. The bloody big dill. <laughs> yeah, my votes. With, my votes with whatever corny show you want to go with. <laughs> I'll go with Conway just because, like somehow, in Conway's thing, Lenhart got sent off as well. Yeah. So that. It's maybe a little unfair. No, but that's my vote as well. It was just, it was such a great moment, and I just, uh, it's still. The pickle jokes are our bread and butter. Oh my. Yeah, quick jerking around. I'm gonna go with. (laughs) 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 I'm I'm, I'm sticking with pickles. Shocking. Uh, Joe Joe Bendick, it's. uh... Poor Nicholas Lindsay, though. He had to get subbed off because Conway got himself sent off. That was was the the end. end. The last time he uh, he graced the BMO field pitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he turned to winter sports. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. How is he doing at the X Games? <laughs> <laughs> but one of the other things that was hilarious that happened down uh, near the south stands, uh, and it was, I can't remember, there was a, a ball that went out that clearly, at least we all thought, was going out for a corner. A couple TFC players were like, hey, Assistant referee is saying, no, 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 it's a goal kick. And literally did the finger wave. Uh-uh-uh, mm-hmm. no, no, no. We're like, what? Did you really just do that? Like, I thought mm-hmm. we were in, like, a terrible commercial. It's like, no, no, no. You, you like, it was, I've just never seen that before. I, I, I still, I want someone to, like, I, I want to know why there's been no meme of that. Like, there should be a, a, a gif of that everywhere. No, no, no. Him, him and Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, On exactly. a side frame. <laughs> You should get on that. I would. Yeah, I feel like he, he sort of gave the thumbs up to the goalie. He's like, yeah, it's a goal kick. You're good. Yeah, no, 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 not you. You don't get a corner. Yeah. I think he was, he was obviously pandering to the Quebecois crowd. Mm. No, no, no. Il ne sait pas. 
It was very much that. It was very much Saul. It was very Saul the Clown. Mm. Mime. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Here's a complete sketch again. (laughs) This is me miming an offside. (laughs) Podcast gold. Yes. Our video audio podcast is amazing. I can only imagine this ever hitting YouTube. We should do that at some point. We should just record one of these episodes. Getting the sock puppets ready. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. We're going to need a stage. <laughs> We're gonna need a bigger sock. Uh, but yeah, so that was uh, I don't know, just a couple of weird things, and a little shout out to the the Impact fans for showing up. I guess being louder than anybody else at BMO. Yeah, they, yeah. they, they that's the way it is when you're in a way supporter, though. Yeah, you always absolutely amp it up. Oh, I know. But still, the, the, the South Stands were... It was cheap. fun. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. It was good. Kudos for their, their little TIFO at the end. Very nice. <laughs> I thought it was very well done, yes. Yeah. Was that the Google one? Yeah, yes. that was actually yeah. much cleverer yeah. than anything else they've ever done. Did you see in the playoffs? No results. Yeah. Yeah. What's brilliant about that is you could literally use that Google gag anywhere you go. Yeah. Mm. Anywhere. Just pick something. No results. Oh. And also, and, and thank you for not, you know, tearing up any seats, apparently. <laughs> That's a good so, you know, they, Yes. Although, yeah. I'm sure that, you know, MLC was like, damn it, we thought we had free work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but uh, post-game, and this is, and, and maybe I'm, I could be being too harsh on this. I don't think I am. It's been a long season, and it's been a long eight years, and we as supporters, we're out there every week in crappy weather. We support this team. We endure this team. We keep coming back because we're insane. And pretty much every last home game that I can remember, all through the short history of our club, all of the players have come out. Whether they're hurt or not, unless they are incapable of walking, have come out to at least nod to the crowd. Saturday, that did not happen. And Mm -hmm. Bradley didn't come back out. All the other players who were hanging out in their suites and their nice suits didn't come out. Most of the players booked it off down the tunnel. We were left with Caldwell throwing red balls into the into the crowd. Part of this contract. Part of, yeah, there you go. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Maybe that's the captain contract. Um, am I the only one that thinks this was a little wrong? Am I being too demanding of our players? I don't know why you're spotlighting Bradley necessarily. I spotlighted as a, everybody else. As opposed to everybody else. No, you He's really the big Bradley. leader, character. You know, that is why I'm spotlighting him. Well, but a whole They're bunch handing of this okay. team over to him, basically. Caldwell's not going to be captain in a year. But he will be next. But just, I'm just saying, he, as of right now, is on equal level with everybody else. Mm. Who what? didn't show who didn't come out. He's the same as anybody else who didn't come out. He's the same as Defoe that didn't come out. Oh, well... Didn't expect to fall. Yeah, where the hell is B-Red DK? Hmm? <laughs> no exactly. one knows where B-Red yeah, exactly. DK is. Nobody don't ask, knows. don't tell. No, but Are you okay? anyway. Uh, uh, okay, other than the fact that you dislike my singling out of Bradley, which I'm fine with. You know what? I, I, I'm not worried about them coming out and giving us a cursory wave. This guy, this guy next to me was giving them the finger anyway. Oh, I know. So. Yeah, I've, I've, you don't say your piece. I've, I've got a bit to say about but, this. But... Um, I'll load up the you know, you know, you know what you should. But like, don't we all get an opportunity to tell them all to fuck off? Oh, but nobody would. It would have just been the same old wank, except for except for Duncan. You know, like I don't care. You know, when I want them to show me respect on the pitch, show me. You know, 
I disagree. I, I think they owed us an opportunity to say, you, you know, just I don't say, care. It would have meant nothing to me. I'm so, I've been pissed off at them for a month. I don't want to wave at them. Bye, years. guys. See you in June. Hope, hope it gets better. Yeah, don't oh, see you in June. You. Um, I, I know blame, you weren't there. No, but, but no, that's correct. I was not there. And if somebody wasn't there, part time supporter. Yeah, well, you know, beat the traffic. <laughs> <laughs> You found me out. No, honestly, like I, given the way that the collapse happened, I don't, I don't particularly blame them. I don't really give a shit if they're there or not. Like doing the wave or not. Yeah, it's kind of nice because it's like, hey, we suck, but thanks for sticking around. I don't mind that. I think that's a nice gesture, but it's far from necessary. I'd rather see them come out and do the hand wave. Hey, we've had a hell of a good season. We punched above our weight. Thanks for sticking around. Except that wasn't the case. If you want to go, have it. Hit the shower. Go hit the shower. It's been an ugly season. I don't actually blame you in the slightest. Just All right. don't endure. Don't make this longer. Like, let me leave. Like, don't make it. All get right. on mm-hmm. with it mm-hmm. and and let's wash our hands. Fair mm-hmm. enough. And before Duncan rips into it, just one of the one other thing that <laughs> it, it, one of the other reasons this made me angry was the through the last month or so was the the parade of videos from Caldwell and Bradley saying. Please come out and support us. Yeah. We need our fans. Like focused. Hey, we want. You. We can't do it without you. We ex- we 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 feed off of you. But we want is, you there. That no, wasn't no, no. them. That was no. written for them on a piece of paper. I don't care. It would have been if I was if I'm to buy into you this. You make your guys the, the, go out the tr- there. Them turning around and effing off down the tunnel. Is there a true? Is that that's the true you know humanity yeah. of them? Them yeah, having sure. to sit on a video board and say, without you, you we are one. Whatever Michael Bradley said in his mom's own voice. Anyway. It made me angry. Like, it meant if, nothing. If, if you want a sincere, a sincere pe- uh, uh, appeal to me as a supporter, either. Well, then sincerely, like, every match fuck off down the tunnel then, because no, they almost always suck. Every one of these assholes has a smartphone, and they can easily record it and put it online, and they probably don't even need the front office to say, "Yeah, th- no, you shouldn't put that up there." Appealing for fans to come and support us, but because they're in a nice studio with a nice camera and a backdrop. It's bullshit. It's just marketing. It's all it comes is marketing. If soon as if there isn't if it doesn't even sound if it looks like they're reading, you can see their eyes do the look move side to side. It's bullshit. It's total bullshit. Unless it's Joe Bendick before a match telling you not to <laughs> no. drink. Because when he tells you not to drink, his eyes are going in two different directions. It's <laughs> pretty oh fantastic. God. Yeah. My um, favorite. Yeah, as far as this whole you know post game thing, I can see where people are coming from. I can see the idea of oh, well, you Oh, as a thank you, I want to see your gratitude. But, yeah, no. I personally was just in no fucking mood at all. I didn't notice. For, for that, well, no. <laughs> I mean, for those not in the South Side, Duncan held his middle finger up for, shall we say, a, few a good three minutes. <laughs> and um, I'll tell you why in a minute. <laughs> there is a time and a place for, you know, oh, yeah, we sucked, but still, hey, thanks for coming, and from the fans, we appreciate your effort. I've... You know, seeing a team get relegated from the fourth division to the Vauxhall fucking conference and have the fans hang around for like 10, 15 minutes afterwards cheering for the players to come back out of the tunnel to receive applause. There's a time and a fucking place for that. And this is not it with this fucking team. Fuck those guys. Right. And that's how I want to... Feel. I basically said, you know, leave me a slink off down the tunnel. Leave me alone because I just want to say fuck you and it's going to be a bit awkward because yes i'm going to be back next season so you do i want to be specifically getting angry and fuck you directly at the team not really 
So just the general idea of the team was easier. It feels bad that like two straight games now, um, I have basically ended them by giving the finger to Stephen Caldwell because he's the only one. Yeah, at New York, he's the only one that made any attempt to acknowledge the away support. And at the time, I was very much giving the finger to the entire team. So, you know, I don't specifically want to be directing my rage at their, you know, literally at their faces. But yeah, just fuck off down the tunnel, let me boo, let me be angry, and then fuck off off of Twitter and the internet and emails and all that sort of shit for, you know, until the expansion draft, until you have to be here. Don't be fucking pandering to me and say, oh, we're going to be so much better next year. It's going to be great. We've got this core of players. You know, we really appreciate you. Blah, 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 blah. Fuck off. Just leave me alone. I'll be back next year. Leave me alone. Let me fucking be angry. That's how I personally feel about it anyway. I am sure there are many, many people who don't feel the same way who would have appreciated, uh, you know, some kind of acknowledgement. But for me, fuck those guys. For those of you keeping drag at home, that was 13 fucks in it, one shit. <laughs> was that it? It was only 13? 13. <laughs> technically, it's really... technically, it's 12 because he started and then Tony said something and then it kept going. <laughs> well done, Tony. If there's a land speed yeah. record, you right. smashed it. So, 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 at the risk of reigniting <laughs> Volcano Duncan over here. Um, dungeon deflection. <laughs> oh, yes. Dungeon deflection's bad. <laughs> This time it's personal. Oh, now I need to, does anybody have Metallica ready mm. to go? <laughs> Not on this phone. It's the wrong phone. Interesting. And fuck this and fuck this. <laughs> I, I, I can't take anything away from your rant, honestly. Can't take anything away from your rant. I'm not even, even though I, I was counting the cusses. It's 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 pretty. Yeah, spot I, on. I don't want to be pandered to. I don't want you to kick little fucking red balls at me. All right, but wait. Speaking 14, of pandering, <laughs> speaking of pandering, yes, go on, sorry. can I get to this point, please? please. Thanks. Nailed it. Um, and this did piss me off a lot. I know it pissed you off a lot because I stood next to you. Um, the and it's just this is the this is the players. This oh, is the club. Right, yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, and this mm. is the this continuing sign of just how disconnected this club is in understanding. Um, fan sentiment and what is appropriate to play or to display at a game. And it was the goddamn, they played the Legend TFC as the last song. Mm-hmm. What fucking legend Fuck are you on the field? field? Like, Fuck really? Us. There was only five of them. <laughs> it was the most, they don't play that in the best of times. And on the few occasions where that might be appropriate, which is mm. never because it's TFC. But to play that after that shit show of a game, when they got themselves played out of the playoffs, not that we care because we wanted them out of the playoffs, for them to play that fucking song was just, yeah. Yeah, it was horribly... Inappropriate. Yes. Mark Hinckley has I wasn't a question. En- I wasn't entirely certain what you meant by Legend TFC. It wasn't at the game, right? Right. So I, I went, and, went and found it, and I started listening to it. And no disrespect to whoever sang it, wrote it, performed it. No That's disrespect. Red Cedar Ramblers, I right? think so, yeah. yeah. It's, it has its place. It had its time, I yeah. think. It I don't speaks know, to a certain like time in TFC history well, when, we were all very when fans were kind of infused. <laughs> I, and, don't, yeah. I don't know if that place has happened yet. I couldn't help. <laughs> after listening, I, I, I got to about 20 seconds in, and then I stopped it because the cringe was just so crippling. I like It was, it was causing me bodily harm. The, the song is, it sounds like one of those songs that in 40 to 60 years time, you know, 
You're gonna, like, when there's been victories and well, success I and glory, it's wonderful. This team fucking sucks ass! Why is this song ever written? Come on! I think Seriously! Who were you channeling? What fucking club were you channeling? What a terrible song! Like, it's good, but it's terrible because you applied it to Toronto FC! Apply it to any other fucking club! They're so bad! Why did you waste those lyrics on that? gonna blow! Fuck! Alright. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this is the cringe that was happening, by the way. I'm at my desk at work, losing my. What a terrible, terrible. Like, the unearth this gem. And it's a gem. Unearth this gem in 2045 when when MLS is. But we finally make the playoffs. Where they Where we got to a semifinal once, you know, and then it's, it's like, oh, the yeah. boys, the boys, like. New rules that year, all 44 teams out of 44 make the playoffs. <laughs> Parody, baby! Knocked out by Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yes, very much that's how I feel about that. Uh, well, I like it, it was completely inappropriate for, for that moment. Yeah, it just it shows just how completely out of touch this club is mm-hmm. from top to bottom. Yeah. Inside, on the pitch, off the pitch. Everywhere they are just so disconnected. It's marvelous. Mm-hmm. So what song would have been better? Smash Mouth's version of Why Can't We Be Friends. That song is delightfully inappropriate wherever you play it. I like Big Butts by Sir Mix-a-Lot because it has about as much to do with that match as that song does. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, L.A. Face with an open booty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I somehow missed this question in the uh, the rundown. That's all right. I'll, um, do, I, I'll sure, yeah, go yeah. with mine while you sort of ruminate if you like. Mm-hmm. I, I went a little more little or literal because I was trying to think of appropriately, you people suck songs, uh, Maybe Someday by The Cure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the cure is dark and depressing, just like mm. that day and our team and the lyrics fit. So yes, in that tone of song where the lyrics fit, and yeah, that just feels right. Um, song called "Like a Friend" by Pulp, very much sums up how I feel about TFC right now. There we go. Mm. Caldwell Arms game in sixteen, gentlemen. Où est le playoffs, Monsieur Lewicki? In any language, this club will always find new lows. Nice. Mm. If I've learned anything, <laughs> Felipe is the new villain and can now just like someone on Montreal. I know I already covered it. That's what it is. All right. Uh, cold, windy, rainy day. TFC, just go away. Come back when you know how to play. For the kids out there. No. After you got through the fucks. <laughs> <laughs> Tic Tac Tabernacle, where the fuck's our playoffs at? He's counting on the fly. Nine. Nine. Okay. (laughs) Fuck those guys. Fuck those guys. Fuck. Woo! 16! That's a joke. You're like a beat poet. Oh, dear. That's all for (laughs) me. Are you tired of those fat cats down at City Hall riding on the gravy train? If you said, yeah, man, then vote for a cat so fat he will drink every drop from that gravy train and finish off the elitist buffet while he's at it. On October 27th, sometime after you eat lunch, vote Colin Samuel for Mayor of Toronto. Vote with your gut. Vote Colin Samuel. 
While we may be out of the playoffs, yay, there are other teams that are actually still fighting for their lives and some tasty battles have been fought. Here to tell us all about them with wins and losses is Duncan Fletcher. Thank you, Kristen. Uh, yes, well, TFC's bums can now be completely loosened. In just over half the league, it's all getting very squeaky. Uh, even though it's maybe about anticipation of the playoffs rather than qualification worries. Uh, we'll start in the East, and DC United beat Chicago 2-1 to clinch top spot in the East. Worst to first, biggest one-season improvement in MLS history, blah, blah, blah. Uh, second place is also guaranteed. That's going to New England after they beat Houston. Uh, two goals for Lee win, overcoming a 1-0 deficit. That was Dominic Kinnear's last game as Houston coach before he goes off to San Jose. With various displays of thanks from the fans and speeches, and he was given a cowboy hat, a Texas flag, and some barbecue sauce. That is a shit gift. Was the Texan from The Simpsons there? <laughs> I think so. I'm talking about disconnect with the fans. That's not fucking just a Toronto feature. <laughs> wow. When he leaves San Jose, they're going to just throw him in a fault line. <laughs> or, or they're just going to give him part of Google. DVD of Earthquake's greatest hits. But he had that feud with Hulk Hogan in 1990. Good stuff. Um, yeah, anyway, below New England, uh, there's still something to be decided. Sporting Kansas City, lost in Philly, who, by the way, are now ahead of TFC in sixth place, while Columbus beat New York in New York. Uh, Sparks are now in third with 49 points, ahead of the crew on the most wins tiebreaker, while New York are in fifth with 47 points. Uh, Columbus have a home game against Philly, while New York and the Sparks play each other next week in what might be a wildcard preview. Uh, that New York game might have been Thierry Henry's last game in New York, but for the love of God, don't ask anyone about it. Um, Henri himself said, no, not at all, when asked if it was on his mind. Luis Robles says, that's his own business. Whatever he decides to do is up to him. It's not like I sit at home at night thinking, what's Thierry going to do next year? He has every right to decide either way. That's not my business. Coach Mike Pecky was particularly grumpy when asked what he'd talked about post-game with Henri. No, 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 no. Listen, too many times this year questions have been asked about individual players because of who they are. He's my captain. I went and had a talk with him. You want to know exactly what we said? No. I was talking with Ayongo. I was talking with Alexander. You're not asking about Ayongo or Alexander. You're not asking about Robles. You're asking about Thierry. Come on, we lost the game tonight. Uh, then, on if it was his last game... Go ask Thierry if it's his last game. I hope to God it's not. I hope I can have him back. We, this organization, have him back for five more years because he can still do it. But I'm not talking about it. He'll decide at the end of the season. Mark Hinckley. Did anybody ask about those other players out of irony? <laughs> <laughs> I was I saying have, Alexander. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I feel like I'm... Okay, now what about him? <laughs> Uh, Petke was uh, particularly grumpy. He also uh, told his uh, halftime interviewer that he was going to go tell his players to pull their heads out of their you-know-whats. So, uh, Dogs. Not, not the best. <laughs> I, was, I was presuming shirts. Shirts. Lockers. <laughs> it's shirts. It's, it's, no, it's, it's shirts. kind of hot. There's wet. Yeah, you need yeah, to take no, your shirt off and no. get a fresh one on. Everybody, everybody, yeah. listen up. Pull your heads out of your shirts. Pull your heads out of your hats. <laughs> Why were you wearing hats for the entire first half? That didn't help. Hey, it's 1891 and the goalkeeper needs something. That's a good point. Um, okay. So yeah, fun in New York. Uh, in the West, 
Nothing was sold this week. Uh, starting at the top, Seattle visited LA for their first of two back-to-back -back games to decide the Supporters' Shield. Uh, it has, of course, been public knowledge for a nauseatingly long time now that this was Landon Donovan's last home game. So really? What? <laughs> I hope, I hope he went to every city and they did something for him. It would only be right. Oh, good. If there had been a drinking game for the squealing and fangirling over Donovan mm. in that game, you would have mm. been drunk under five minutes. If there was a drinking game, it, ended, it would involve a fountain. <laughs> <laughs> yes. God, it's not a video podcast. That was awesome. Tony, with a tilted head looking longingly... Yep. While he's drinking an imaginary fountain. Thank you. Thank you. Some, some of my best work. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, so yeah, there was, of course, as mentioned, a whole lot of hype. Boys to men were there. Wow! <laughs> but Danley Borman was nowhere to ABC, BBD. And uh, they made a, a huge mess of the anthem. It was terrible. Uh, all that sort of thing. Anyway, and I'm sure there'll be more of that next week when it's his last regular season game. Then every week during the uh, playoffs. It's, that might be his last ever game. And yeah, just kill me already, really. <laughs> um, anyway, LA went 2-0 up, but Seattle came back and tied it up to maintain their lead. Meaning uh, LA needs to win next week to overtake the Sounders. Oh, that's right. Surely, uh -huh. uh, surely they're men by now. <laughs> you would think. It's been 15 years. Oh, yeah. This is a long puberty. <laughs> it's, yeah, no, that's... They're struggling. <laughs> They're struggling. The hormones have it's not a, kicked in it's yet. It's a medical condition. Yeah. yeah. It is, them. But it's smooth I, as babies. If only there was someone who could sing at a benefit for them. <laughs> <laughs> boys to men for men. Boys to men. Boys to men for men for no. Boys to men for boys to men. <laughs> that's a lot of that's a lot of numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Um, the battle for third place. RSL tied with Portland, thanks to Nick Romando, who kept out uh, all sorts of Timbers' chances. But Mark Hinckley's FC Dallas leapt above them by beating Colorado. Hey! <laughs> They're going to give Mark Dallas. a 10-gallon hat as a barbecue sauce. I don't even know if that's a song. But it is now. It's now. So it's yeah. Oops, There It Is. <laughs> Yeah. Oops up! No, that's never. Mind. Oops upside your head. Yeah, that's, that's, that's actually a thing. I'm yeah. not gonna, I didn't want to call off that. <laughs> Salt Lake plays Chivas on Wednesday, needing a win to overtake Dallas to put pressure on them to get a result against Portland. Uh, talking to Portland, they're still in the battle for fifth with Vancouver. Uh, both teams tied nil nil on the weekend. Uh, Vancouver's David Ousted getting his twelfth clean sheet of the season. There's most in the league, so Vancouver remain a point ahead going into the last game. Uh, Portland play Dallas first of all, and their game will be finished when Vancouver are about 15 minutes into their game, which is uh, a bit ridiculous, really. Um, the Whitecaps know they just need to match Portland's result, and they get the chance to do that at home against uh, Colorado. So it's pretty much all in the Whitecaps' favour. Um, behind this playoff stuff, uh, talking of Colorado and San Jose, they both just kept on going with their winless streaks. Rapids now just two points from their last 13 games, uh, but haven't fired their coach. That That's not a not a Ryan Nelson-esque tailspin. Oh, no. 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 Uh, well, San Jose, uh, they played their last game at Rickety Buckshaw Stadium. Then I won a team record 14-game winless streak. <laughs> I'm Rickety Buckshaw! <laughs> Yo! <laughs> I know, I want to meet the guy that named that stadium <laughs> after. <laughs> It is the guy from The Simpsons. He's in every game this week. My cans! <laughs> um, yeah, so those streaks mean Chivas, riding a two-game winning streak, 
Uh, and now up to eighth place. Could actually get up to seventh if results go right for them uh, this weekend. Gorgeous. Um, it would hurt TFC's draft pick next year, but still, I, I hope they do just no. that. Gorgeous. Uh, anyway, that would be your uh, MLS wins and losses for the uh, for the week. Back to you, Kristen. Thanks, Duncan. So through the talk of the Montreal match and wins and losses, and of course the end of the season wrapping up, playoffs have been on everybody's mind. Uh, mostly ours because we wanted TFC to play themselves out of it, so we didn't have to deal with the nonsense. And thankfully they did. Mm-hmm. But there is a frustration level. It's been eight years and barely even managed to sniff at the playoffs, especially in a season when, honestly, they probably should have. Um, But it sort of gets really frustrating when the new coach, the current coach, the soon-to-be ex-coach, I'm sure, can't keep his mouth shut, must be going to the Tim Laiwiki school of uh, bombastic media statements, and says, this should be the last time. This will be the last time that we don't make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like, Nothing can go wrong like, now. What is what is wrong with you? Mm. That you, I just I want to shake him. I want to shake all of them when they do it. But good God, you've been in the job for like two months. Shut up. Just be quiet. Don't. You've done a particularly shitty job. Exactly. During those two months. When you said uh, soon to be ex coach, when did you uh, do you have a timetable on that? No, I, <laughs> I was wondering because I don't see it happening. I am going to go enough. with July. That's what I am agreeing on too. That actually seems really long to me. Mm. Their two mm. and seven away stretch to start the season will not help them. No. Wow, yeah. you gave two. Accidents. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> oh seven and two, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. But like this is exactly what this team doesn't need again. These mm. fans don't need, and we don't need another sort of guaranteed statement hanging over the season because we're going to point back to that every single yeah. chance we have. Yeah. No, it, like, it, it, that's, we might as well like we emblazon do? that on the we wall in the no VMP studio. <laughs> right. You may as well have engraved it on the bottom of one of the Anookshooks. Mm. Exactly. That Kevin Payne left over. No, it's, it's, it's it up in red insanity, like you said, straight out of the MLSE playbook. Uh, it's, it's If it wasn't so dumb, you know, it would be just... Completely laughable, yeah. but yeah. it's it's insane. Like all they needed to say after that was, "We're sorry, fans. We blew this for you. Uh, we're gonna figure out, get to the root problem of why this happened, and we're gonna fix it." If you can, oh, this is what they should have said, sure. not not what they would ever say. And we know it's difficult to keep supporting us. Please try. Yeah, that's all. That's all we they needed to say. Not this garbage. Um, more to I, someone agrees with me. <laughs> there, the texts are coming in. <laughs> this live podcast. Our live, I know. Um, I, I I pretty much agree with 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 what he should have said. I understand that you know he's still he's the new coach and he's kind of thinking. Well, it's you know this hasn't really fully failed under me, so you know. The, <laughs> No, but you know what? I would disagree with. No, 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 no. What, like oh, a full, all the a full season, like uh, like well, all right. those other guys, they all failed. But you give me time to let me build my team, and oh, well, we're going to. This will never happen again. It's like I get it. That you should know your history, sir. We've been we've been through this before. Every single one of your predecessors has said the same thing at some point in time, in some way, shape, or form. Shut hell up. Yes, I agree that he. Maybe he, he should have at least, I don't know if apologize, but at least be humble. It's like, look, 
it's not a good time right now. Let's we're gonna we're gonna try and figure out what the hell went wrong, and then just keep his head down and shut the hell up until until it's time to have your first medium meeting at preseason, whatever Mickey Mouse Cup they're playing. Actual like, Mickey Mouse. Cup. Yeah, the actual Mickey Mouse. Cup. <laughs> <laughs> like just just go go radio silence because mm-hmm. all of his sound bites are just rehashed bullshit that anybody who's read a newspaper in this city or read a blog or even read Twitter has seen a hundred times before. I don't read those cesspools. No. 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 Yeah, it ties into what I was saying a little bit before about just leave me alone. Don't go with this like pandering shit. I don't want to hear this. This just makes me more angry. Another thing as well that kind of annoyed me um, like Stephen Caldwell was saying, oh, you know, if this is what fans do, you know, you've got to like, support through thick and thin. And I don't, Stephen Caldwell is one of the last few people that I would want to yell at from this team. And I kind of, I get where he's coming from, but fuck off. No player on any fucking team, never mind this shitty fucking team, should be telling fans how they should support. You know what the funny thing about supporting a team through thick and thin is? Usually you get a bit of thick. That would be nice. <laughs> yes. It's true. Also, they don't get gouged as badly or over-marketed mm-hmm. to. You know, it's just, it's, the whole thing is sensory overload and it fills my bullshit receptacle. It needs to be emptied on almost a weekly basis, probably even more <laughs> often than that. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if at some point in time, somebody just shut the hell up, whether it was their, their Twitter account, their PA announcer, their on-field reporter person, the coach, just somebody, just just shut the hell up and <laughs> let time heal this for once. Let the mm-hmm. silence heal this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, until the expansion draft comes around and you actually have to be doing something, just do nothing. Be really quiet. Leave us alone. They're not capable of it, unfortunately. We know they're not capable of it. So. No, because you can't sponsor quiet. Yeah, exactly. you got to chase the money. <laughs> That's a good point. You can't, uh, you can't find the next thing to hang this season on to convince people to come back. <clears throat> I will hereby purchase whatever product sponsors one entire <laughs> month of TFC silence. Acme earbuds presents. <laughs> yeah, on, you not hearing a thing. I like that. I, I, I would agree. Like I, I quietly boycott just about anything and everything that 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 comes over the tannoy every time somebody opens their mouth. Mm. Just because it's it's not much of a protest, but this is all I can do. Yeah. It's just not give any more money than yeah. than I already have. Yeah. Right? So if I get hurt in a car, screw you, Sokolov. Yeah. I'm calling I'm... William Attar. <laughs> <laughs> like it's yeah. it's so overwhelming and I don't I realize yeah. that screw the majority of I'm gonna use Laura Mercier. <laughs> just like your spokesman. Yeah. I, sorry. No, I, no, I, I like I, I, I yeah. understand that that this is this is all necessary, but it really truly isn't. I can't speak to. I can't speak to most TFC fans. I'm surprised most TFC fans don't feel this way. I can't even speak to our listenership. Thanks, both of you. I would like. I wish that that the only language that the, that that MLSE understands is money, and I mean. I wouldn't say give up your season's tickets because I'm a junkie and I will not be giving up my season's tickets. But you could always not buy a beer. You could always not buy a scarf. You could always not buy a whole bunch of stuff that's associated with that club. And at some point in time, it's going to make a difference. 
And, you know, it's kind of like voting, too. You know, oh, if every vote counts. Well, yeah, also every dollar counts. Just maybe at some point in time, they'll listen, and the only way they listen is money. So go get that list of sponsors and just stop buying their shit for a little bit. I agree. Most importantly in that whole little rant there, fuck Spurs. I, I was wondering when you were going to get to that. <laughs> Boycott Spurs, if more than anyone else. I yeah. gave you like an opening earlier on How in the podcast. How about that from here? Yeah, it really hurts. They're pointy and on your... <laughs> Rickety but, but uh, Shaw can't, can't get rid of his Spurs. It is a good point, though. I do enjoy a, a beer and poutine at the game, so I'm, I'm not helping. I'm part of the problem. Part of the problem. Yes. No, but even still, like just... It doesn't have to be now or the next game, but just be aware of it. Like, and, and, and it's that's not even directed to you. I'm just saying in general. Like, oh, I was directing it at him. No, like <laughs> what, what kills me is is seeing when 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 our tickets were closer to where the madness is in the stadium. You know, oh, you know, TFC, boo. You know, get rid of Mo, get rid of Parky, get rid of everybody with two beers in your hand. You just undermine the whole thing. Your voice doesn't matter because you bought into it. Literally bought into it. And you buy into it $40 every game. Like, uh-huh. that's, that's, getting the occasional drink, uh-huh. I'm, you know, that's not nearly as bad as the two to five beers a game people. That's, that's a lot of cash. I feel like I probably was holding a beer as I raised my middle <laughs> finger for minutes on end at the end of this game. So, yeah. But, I mean, for me, I think that's more just a reaction to going to football in England in the right. 80s, where beer, no, yeah. that's just not there. That's just not allowed. So I, I enjoy the idea of being able to drink oh, beer. Oh, um, next. One last thing, just, well, we're, we'll talk about the playoffs. We'll talk about this season over and over again for uh, quite some time, several weeks. But uh, to touch on the playoffs, did you expect this team to actually make the playoffs this year? And is the season, like, a write-off, a disappointment, uh, whatever unhappy word you wish to assign to it because they are not in the playoffs. I I did expect the playoffs. I'd say no better than fourth. Uh, You know, fourth or fifth is kind of where I thought they'd hover around. Uh, When they were comfortably riding third with a handful of games at hand, then I probably felt even more confident. Mm -hmm. Uh, But with the way things have gone since, you know, we got the Vanny Pack bumbagged on us, um, I'm actually pleased, like we said, that we missed the playoffs because of, as we mentioned last week and touched on today, how that would, that would have been used. Fifth place, getting into the wildcard play-in, probably getting hammered in New York or Kansas. But Tim Lewicki parading around saying, saying, I got you into the playoffs, yeehaw. By the way, we got to talk about... TFC. Yeah, we got to talk about your tickets. Mm-hmm. So, about to ask for that raise. Yeah, yes. well, so for that reason... You know, I'm happy they didn't make the playoffs. The season is disappointing, but not because they didn't make the playoffs. The season for me is disappointing because I feel far less confident in the future and the direction than I did a year ago. True. Me too. And yeah, same as what you were saying. I thought they would, and then we looked really good in the first few games. Had a bit of a a wobble then, and had a lot of points banked by the World Cup break, and didn't really occur to me that this is going to go like this horribly wrong. And yeah, to just do the whole fire the coach, bring in a new guy thing again. It's just, wow. Yeah. I would have to, like, I also believe that Toronto's going to make the playoffs. I thought fourth or third. Like, just taking the roster for what it is, stat for stat. 
looked pretty amazing. Like, it looked pretty good. However, um, am I disappointed? Not really, because though I hope that they'll make the playoffs, I have been I've been taught to expect disappointment. <laughs> Honestly, after eight years, like what other condition do I have? Not making the playoffs. Oh, was so close. You know what? I guess arguably so with the other seven. Big whoop. There's it, it's now it's now a condition. It's now expected. It's a feature of the club. Disappointment is a feature of the club. After eight years, you can teach anything, any learned behavior you want. <laughs> Congratulations. I'm I am not I'm not permanently disappointed, but it's always gonna be there. Not making the playoffs is a shrug. You know, like, oh well fuck. Well there's a surprise. Well, like I can't you can't shock me. You can't surprise me. At least they found a new way to do it this year. Oh, this is spectacular. Yeah. Like, I don't know I don't know at what point you wanna pin that the that the, the wheels fell off. For me, it was like when once Lewicki said, you know, the rumors abound of him leaving, you know, happened, and then, and then it came out that he is leaving. It's like, well, if yeah, I mean, if the biggest salesman in North American sports can't even steer this ship, <laughs> yeah, so screwed. I, mean, I presume there were issues behind the scenes probably before that, but then oh, yeah, sure. as soon as kind of like he was essentially out the door, then pretty much instantly it all fell apart. All right, Nelson's gone to foe. You may or may not be going, and yeah, but presumably those issues existed before Lewicki called uh, called time on his career. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. For me, like and I said this last week, I did not expect them to make the playoffs this year when the season started, and and I didn't want necessarily want them to. I would have been fine had they not made the playoffs if they were building towards something properly. If a, if a core was being developed, if they played consistently and got points. Playoffs would be a nice bonus. As the season wore on until the horribleness, I sort of bought into it. I was like, okay, actually, they're coming together faster than I thought. Maybe they will actually do something with this. Sitting in third, sort of doing nice things, you know, winning games on the road we didn't expect them to, coming back from games. There was a lot of horribleness, but there was also some like, oh, wait a second. This could actually be something, and maybe mm-hmm. they actually do have something here. And now um, the lack of playoffs doesn't doesn't make the season a disappointment for me. The the way they came out of the playoffs does, uh, the way it completely fell to pieces. That's just a but that's just a, an illustration of the entire season for me. So the way I guess the way the wheels fell off. Um, mm-hmm. I don't care that like I do care that they put all of their eggs in uh, you know two baskets and. Um, didn't look to build proper depth uh, in the summer when they could have uh, in the last transfer window they didn't you know clearly they needed somebody more at the back they didn't even try it um, so there was there's I have a lot of reasons for being disappointed in this season playoffs isn't one of them and uh, but I am glad that they're not in it for all of the reasons that we've said many many times Dobry den! I am Toronto FC legend and Latvian international superstar footballing man, Ravish Iskanovich. People say, hey Ravish, my noisy children, they come home from the school and they are screaming A-E-I-O-U all through the night long. Well, I telling you this now. If you are voting Ravish as Toronto school trustee, I vow to destroy the using of all vowels in Toronto schools. Read my lips. No new vowels. 
on October 20 and 7, vote for the name you can trust but cannot spell, Private Shishkanovich. Hey everybody, it's Bitchy Blanks! We've got a good car group! I'm not even for goodness in those. Yeah. They're staying. <laughs> I should have been doing that from the start. I was just thinking about right at the end. Yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I think for goodness is That is a nice Tourette's feel. For this episode? The, the file, not the player. Oh. <laughs> All right, well... Don't get broke it. <laughs> you broke the Fagundas! What the Fagundas? All right, everybody, welcome to this week's edition of Bitchy Blanks, our favorite hashtag game, and hopefully yours too. Last week's Bitchy Blank was, in lieu of playoff tickets, TFC fans will receive blank this postseason. We had quite the plethora of respondents. Some I'm not sure that I'm willing to say. You uh, guys are really bitter right now. <laughs> and we love you for yes, it. Filthy and snarky and Which is and funny that Duncan wet. just said that line. Yes. <laughs> but before we get to this week's winner, gentlemen, what did you have for this bitchy blank? I have, uh, instead of the playoff tickets, we will get a complimentary lap dance at Club Paradise, the official strip club of Toronto FC. Official sponsorship pending. Uh, just like TFC's 24 season, it seems exciting, like it's going to be great terms, but it'll ultimately just leave you frustrated and unfulfilled. Uh, unlike TFC, having to share it with your seatmates makes things worse. You get one voucher There's per account. There's so many levels. So if you've got four tickets in your account, all four of you have to go <laughs> and get the one lap dance at the same time. Oh. It's kind of awkward. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I thought you were going to make a hepatitis joke, but you did. <laughs> Kudos to you. Have to share that with your face, too. <laughs> well, I said fans will receive MLS Playoffs, the home game, and also a year's supply of bitcheroni, the San Francisco treat for Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> I should have went first, because mine isn't nearly as entertaining. In lieu of playoff tickets, TFC will receive the exhausting sensation of deja vu this postseason. <laughs> mm. yeah. It is exhausting. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Yeah, mine's terrible. Um, well, way to sell it. I know. Well, I say this every week, and it usually is terrible. So I'm just being honest. Uh, mm. It's just a it's just a year supply. Actually, it's an eight year supply of <laughs> uh, antacid remedies. Uh, hangover remedies, Powerade, Gatorade, it, it, it fills a whole room, but it's just, you know what, you're going to be upset, you're going to be drunk, you're going to be hungover, you're never going to be happy, here's our solution, <laughs> deal with it. That's not bad. She not was bad. right. Mm. It wasn't good. <laughs> hey, do we actually get the booze as well or we just get the hangover Oh no, we just get the hangover Oh no, no, yeah. Tony, Come on. Tony, you have to get behind they, the team. They're they're your team. The at get behind your podcast. Yeah. I guess I'm not a real fan. Support your podcast no matter what. Uh, thick and thin because they're your podcast. Yeah, don't Whatever. be so snarky, Tony. All for one. <laughs> <laughs> However, this week's winner is uh, a new winner. And it's uh, Ararad Nar at Ararad Nar on the 
Twitters. Uh, this year, uh, in lieu of playoff tickets, TFC fans will receive a Jermaine Defoe bobblehead in a QPR jersey instead of <laughs> going into the postseason. That'll be special. Yes. I, I look forward to getting that. Holding a little bottle of Laura, Laura Mercier. Yeah. <laughs> with, a, with a miniature diamond watch. Yeah, black diamonds. Black diamonds. Only. Obviously, oh, yeah. yes, mm. yes. Um, but Saves me from having to repaint my Spurs one that I got. Yeah. So. Well, mm. see, there you go. Yeah. He's our London EPL bobblehead. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this week's Bishy Blank is uh, Worn Down TFC fans would rather watch Blank than TFC's final match. As always, please send us your responses to us on the Twitters at Vocal Minority Pod, no A in the vocal, in the comments on our website, vocalminoritypodcast.blogspot.ca, or in the comments for uh, one last time, or maybe longer, on Waking the Red when uh, it gets posted live there. Thank you all for playing. Keep sending those bitter, angry, and filthy responses. We love them. really trust your hard-earned dollar to another silver spoon politician? If you're tired of more of the same old tax and spend city councillors, vote for a man who makes barely above the minimum wage as a professional athlete. Mark Bloom. He's so poor he can only afford to eat at Subway, Subway, Subway. On October 27th, vote Mark Bloom for Toronto City Council. Come on, folks. He's got a child to feed. Uh, okay, so we've talked um, we've talked about the players, and we've mentioned a couple times about this this core group that has been touted by, by Vanny and by others that we actually have this solid core going forward. We're building to something, twirling going forward. Um, but is this really true? And we've all sort of talked about this. Uh, Tony posted a really good piece up on the Yorkies about it, and. Is this something that is true, or is it potentially true if players don't get traded, or even if they players walk away, is there still something that we can look at and say, yes, there's a better core now than there was before? Um, but it's, you know, it's really sort of touch and go for me. So who would you consider your core if no one was being sent back to England, no one was going off to Europe, no one was going back to Brazil, who would be your core? So we're presumably including Defoe and... We are. <laughs> or not. Okay, then do it without them. Take them away. Who is your core without the guys that are probably leaving or maybe leaving? All right, I'll put Gilberto in. I think there's maybe a bit more doubt there. Defoe is gone, whatever. Let's not think Fair about him. Gilberto, maybe. Who knows? Um, Bendik, you know, he's good enough. He's nothing special, but there's bigger problems. Uh... Caldwell's good, but maybe a bit old. Hmm? Don't know if we can rely on him. Morrow, no problem there. Bloom, he's okay. He's maybe not quite good enough. Uh, Haglund, yeah, he's okay. Maybe not quite good enough. Henry, if he's still around, you know, I'd be fine with keeping all those around, but I'm not sure how many of them are actually first-team players. Uh, you know, you're moving to midfield. Bradley, obviously. Um, you know, hopefully we figure out a way to actually fit him into the team. Uh, next year, but uh, he's obviously a good player. Rosario's good. You know, the rest of them, yeah, yeah. Up front, Gilberto, you know, presumably Defoe's gone. 
you know, there's a few first team players and there's you know, plenty of players. Yeah, well, you know, you're MLS average. I'd be fine to have you around. Mm. Yeah, it's. I I don't feel like there is this really really good core that's so much better than last year that we have to build around. There's yeah. something. I think, and this was kind of the point of the article. I wrote, well, two things. It depends on how low a bar you're setting. Well, the club is setting for what is a core player is. For me, a core player is someone you're going to build around for at least probably two or three seasons. That's that's a core. That's a core group, like a team like Kansas or Real Salt Lake does, builds around players, keeps players for many, many seasons. So when I hear core player, I think a guy who's going to be a mainstay on this team and pretty much a first-team player right now, starting 11 player, or on the cusp, a rookie that is so sensational that it's obvious he's going to be a starter. So with that being said, I agree with you, Bendik. Fine, no problem. Solid enough of all our ills. That's pretty low on the... Um, I can't include Caldwell because I only think he's got a year left in him at his level because of the way he plays, how robust his style of play is in his body. It already was breaking down this year. And he had a few nightmare matches too. Things are... Things will get only at worst from here on for Caldwell. He's not going to mm-hmm. go. So you're not going to get two or three years at him. Haglund, I think maybe we, um, I don't want to say overrated because he did well, really well as a rookie, but using his minutes as a measure of how good he is is probably a fallacy because he got that many minutes because of the depth mm-hmm. of the team. But I think there's a future there. I wouldn't want to see him get. And, and, We'll, we'll say this, like, this is not a call to get rid of the whole team. This is a call on them promoting this core group, this great foundation going forward. So it's not like, yeah, we need a huge turnover. But anyway, Moro, to me, is about as solid as an MLS player that we've had here defensively. Uh, Henry... It's a big question mark next to him. There's a, it's a 50-50 thing out there. Is he come? Is he staying? Is he going? I guess if he stays, you could consider him in that. But there's got to be progression. Another year similar to to this, you know, it won't be good enough to be him to be considered. It will only he'll start drifting off like Ashton Morgan, if there isn't a solid progression from that wasn't he didn't make the same jump from last year to this year that he did the previous season to last. Uh, Bradley obviously in the middle Osorio has the chops much like Henry to me needs to make he's on that verge of drifting into you know being slightly useful off the bench or progressing to be a a very useful starter I think he's got it in him I think a lot of the problems he had was how he was used much like Bradley there was the midfield was you know the the people put into the positions were as unbalanced as the tactics used. Always a different formation. Guys being played on the wing who weren't wingers, much like Osario, ended up drifting into the middle, which oh, makes okay. them look, you know, less than spectacular. So, and then up front, I'm, I mean, yeah, Defoe's obviously gone. Gilberto, after hearing some his future plans today in interviews, I'm 50-50 on his future. I don't know where he lies. Sure, if he's here, great. He's, you know, he'll be a fan favorite, and I think there's probably a bit more to him in his second year than what we saw this year. 
um, you know, it might not have the slow start. So, but you look at that, what am I talking about here? Five guys, maybe? That's, this is not a solid core. There's a lot of pieces there that a lot of teams would use in MLS. But, you know, there's not guys there. Your Craval's, Oduro, Jackson, Warner. Other teams would have a place for them, probably as depth. Not too many teams in this league would be building a foundation around them. So for mm -hmm. me to say there is this terrific foundation, just I just don't see it yet. And I, and I mostly agree with you. And most of my guys lined up with what both of you have said so far. I do include um, Levitz on my list. I not and, and this is where I sort of disagree with you maybe a little bit on, on, on the core, on the building forward, because I'm look, I am looking at a couple of the guys who are younger who are still coming out of a rookie year as we can't keep throwing pieces away. We have mm -hmm. to keep some of these guys yeah. to build into a core. But I'm not saying and, throw them away. No, and I know I'm that. I'm just saying but, don't promote them as but I think blue Levitz chips yet. Is, okay, he's not blue chip, but I think he, out of, I actually think he performed better than Haglund this year. But so, okay, but on, so what's a core then? A core, is a core a, a, any useful piece that is going to hang around or a piece that's going to definitely be around? I would go with core, core depth. <laughs> like, someone who is regularly within your 18 and, and that's guys. where I see Lovitz. Like I, I, I do think he would regularly be in the 18. I think he should regularly be in the 18. I don't think that for all these guys. Probably somewhere between 12 and 18, ideally. But yeah, yeah. But right now he's not a starter, but I think two years, maybe he's a starter if he gets a little more seasoning. Oh, and I see what you're saying. Guys that you would have out there every day, every week, we have, yeah, there's five, six maybe. So Oso, Henry, Bloom, Morrow, Bradley, Gill. And I think, I agree with you, Gill... If he stays, and I hope he stays, and we'll talk about that in a minute, um, I think he would have, uh, I think he should have and would have a big second season because of how, you know, you, you, ha you can't rely on the, okay, not adjusted to the league yet. Give everyone who's come over from another league a year to adjust, which they don't often do. And people will point to someone that I despise, but is a very talented player, which is Clint Dempsey. And I certainly enjoyed his crappy first season back in MLS because I wanted to see him fail and I admit that because mm -hmm. I don't like him. However, you can't look at him now and say he's not a good player. Um, Have you heard his rap song? Uh, why would you do that to me? Um, why would he do that to anyone? Well, because he thinks he's talented and He's got than... big knots in his pocket. <laughs> I've heard it. I've heard about it. Right. Thanks, Landon. Um, but yeah, no, to, to say that this team yeah has this sudden core that say like Oracell has or something, I, I, I agree. I don't think that they do, but it also matters whether or not they're actually going to keep them as well, even keep what little we consider to be the solid foundation or the beginnings of a solid foundation. This, this whole conversation has to be on the disclaimer yeah, that... that all they, of these guys could leave yeah. next week. Oh, no, but that they don't blow it up. Yeah. You know, yeah, this is how they go forward with reasonable minds, not their usual press the reset button. Right. Um, my, back to your whole, what's the definition of a core, I kind of, I kind of approach it as more of a, more of my personal wish list. Like, who do I see fitting into a team where within a reason you can't replace everybody. You can't just get an entire new A team. Mm. So who would I keep and who would I let go? And and names that are absent are not just because I don't like them, but almost because I wish better for them. Like there's no Osorio on this list. I wish kind. No, but like I wish better for Osorio. I if it means leaving, I wish better for him. Like that's 
because of back to my whole this is this club is a disappointment and mm. I kind of fear for young talent because it's you could easily be in a black hole and it just it sucks your 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 ability to develop and it sucks your ability to want to play hard and and get jaded and and that just decreases your value not just the value as a player individually but what you're going to contribute to somebody else's team if you're still young and you're still um, uh, moldable you, you, impressionable you can you can go and get those skills from a more positive environment so uh, my list is Bendick Caldwell Bloom Haglin Morrow Lovitz Bradley Gilberto and room for either of Morrow DK and and it's just it's sim- it's simply because like with with Henry and Morgan it's exactly what you guys said um, but I wish better for both of them and I I think Morgan can still turn into a very formidable fielder. He can still he can do, but he can turn into a formidable player, like a regular starter somewhere. He's got all the attributes except his development is completely stagnated. There's no reason for it other than he's in Toronto. Henry, his his form has arguably improved over the last year and a half, but it's still stagnated. He needs those guys need to go elsewhere for the betterment of their yeah. careers and mental health. They need to go see what a club that isn't in their backyard looks like. Yeah. Does it seem like Osario's got better this year than last year? Not really. Becker? I, no, I, not really. I, I, and it doesn't surprise me just the, the coaches. I think at academy level, they seem to be doing okay. But getting mm-hmm. to the first team, what's there? I mean, we just got rid of like Nelson and a whole bunch of inexperienced coaches to replace them with a whole bunch of other experienced coaches. You know, it, It's probably for the best. You know, get out of TFC. I mean, I don't see... Once you get to the first team level, there are very few players that have blossomed yeah. and progressed. Mm-hmm. If you don't come to TFC as a as a sort of an already established strong mm-hmm. player, then you're likely to it yeah. seems and the common, you're stagnate. And the common thread, like Duncan has touched on, is once you reach the first team, we have rarely ever had anything resembling a professional coaching setup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. why would they progress? Why would they have How been could helped? They? Yeah. Well, and all we have to do is look yeah. at almost every single ex-red, especially the young guys yeah. that mm-hmm. have that have gone on, and look what they're doing now. Mm-hmm. Keeping keeping Hagland and Lovitz on this side isn't isn't an indication that I want them to suffer. <laughs> <laughs> but to but me, they're <laughs> American, so he doesn't really. Care. If, it's not even a nationalism thing. I, I I find that I feel that that they are, I guess you could say, further down the professional path. Of not professional experience, but but refined, than 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 the others that I've mentioned, but that may be a lack a lack of depth issue too. Like we've seen we've seen good out of Lovitz, we where where he he offers at least some kind of a dimension on the pitch that most of our midfielders don't have, and that's the ability to kind of run forward and create shit. Like, Play on the wing. Yeah, like like that's. Even if he's not a starter, it's nice to have that tool off the bench. Um, Hagland, aside from his, I scored two goals once, and now I think I'm a forward. Um, he's <laughs> he's shown he's shown some he's had some howler matches, but he's had some pretty solid matches too. So like I see promise in that mm-hmm. where he's still growing, even at Toronto. It's so. it's a bit alarming as far as Hagland goes though. Is he looks so much worse under Greg Vanny. I don't know if he's just maybe getting towards I the end of the season. He's a bit tired. It's a much longer season than he's ever played before at college or whatever. But 
he looked quite good at the start of the season under Nelson. These last few games when he was in there alongside Caldwell rather than Henry, it's like, oh yeah, Haglund is um, not doing all that well, is he? I, hmm. It's because he didn't have to go forward, forward, forward mm. before. I, I, I hope I hope that's merely coincidental, but you might be you're probably spot on. Uh, like So, um, yeah, so that's 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 how I kind of that was my criteria. That's who I chose, and it's, and I, I kind of feel that with these guys that have left, there's a, there's enough flexibility that if they somehow magically find two or three more guys who are guys you can rely on to be a core for next season, then you can start you know transplanting those older pieces. Yeah, out. no, you have to keep the pieces. You can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm I, no, I disagree I'm with no, blowing up any team. Oh, no, absolutely no. I'm. I'm no one's advocating that. Here. No, no advocating of, of an eighty percent turnover or anything silly like that. It's I don't just even want a 50%. don't. I just don't sell this, us. This goes this. back to everything earlier on. Yeah. Just shut up. Yeah. yeah. Don't just sell don't. us something that's not there mm-hmm. because it's not yet a solid core. Mm-hmm. Come back to me in a year. Yeah. See what you can pick up. Like, like as 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 a as a footy head, as like the three of you, you know, you understand that there's 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 periods of fluctuation where it's not just oh we're re- we're you know we're rebuilding for the next three games and then everything's going to be rosy no like i i don't mind waiting a year and watching a bunch of kids develop in front of me as long as they play hard and and, and show heart and show like they give a shit if they lose yeah it sucks but i'm okay with it but don't none of this phoning in business none of this oh if i say the right combination of words people are just going to gloss over the fact that this is a disaster i think if i had any indication or utter confidence that this coaching staff was any different than past ones or you know had any true kind of plan that was different then maybe i'd be a little more willing to give them a pass on who's core and who's not but it just seems paint by numbers just seems like they're just making it up on the fly yeah all right so we've talked about you know we mentioned the fact that certain players might be leaving and this sort of came up on Twitter on Friday afternoon, I think it was, that suddenly Gil might be looking to go back to Brazil because he's homesick, and Henry might have this option overseas. Um, you know, and there hasn't been a lot of, there's been no confirmation. There's been a lot of sort of discussion and rumor mongering a little bit on, uh, you know, out there about this, but. Usually with TFC, if there's even the you know, tiniest little bit of smoke, there's several fires that they are rapidly trying to put out. So just kind of quickly, I say that word and then laugh. Um, both of them, and again, we're all agreed that Defoe is gone, but uh, we said, talk about Henry needing to leave to develop further, and I think that could be what's needed. But I want to talk about Gil first, just because I think his departure would be just, I just think it would be, a huge misstep by the team if if it if they allow it to happen for business reasons not the player is so unhappy that he absolutely has to go back i just think it'd be a huge misstep by this team uh to i don't know i think he was one of their better players this season and uh second or third maybe for me tomorrow for team mvp actually yeah he can hopefully have a season saying he stays hypothetically yeah. he's here next year you would hope that he doesn't have the learning curve of his first whatever it was third of a season here yeah. um even half the season yeah it took him a while to... yeah and, and that's fine it, that's not unusual for a player coming from a much different league um so you would hope he'd be 
he'd be able to get right out of the blocks fast. Um, if he really, really wants to go home, and then he's he terribly unhappy, then keeping him is probably... A mistake. A mistake, yeah. Keeping him against his will. Cool. And unha- yeah, an unhappy. Inhumane, Inhumane almost. Yes. Um, I'm going to hashtag about that one. Yeah. <laughs> However, if it turns out that he's end up traded to Orlando for a draft picks... Or Club America for money, yeah. then it's a different story, exactly. and it's MLSE being MLS easy, as usual, and you know that's that's a big you know is is that yeah is that Vanny clearing the decks you know Are if we, that we happens, don't know we, we don't know we don't I know. That's the thing. there's, the there's so much that's gonna come out in the wash we still don't know if Vanny emboldened by Vespachenko being right behind him is gonna want to bring. His guys, right. the, the old refrain of his guys, you know, so who knows who's going to be moving in or out. I mean, it would be a bad PR loss if he left for somewhere that wasn't home. Yeah. It would be bad for the fans because they really took to him more so than Defoe. Yeah. And more, definitely fans took took Gilberto to heart a million times more than Defoe. Here's for Gilberto. Sure. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, the no. only thing, I guess, you know, he'd have to progress, though. I'd say into next year. Nine goals in all competitions isn't necessarily DP worthy. You can get you can get that on the open market. It's not a DP. Yeah. So, you know, he'd have to do better. He has to come straight out of the blocks, like we said, next yeah. year. But yeah, I mean, going home because he's sad, fine, it happens. It would be cr- another crappy chapter in TFC's folly of signing, you know, big players, but you know, if they if they turn around and get rid of him for monetary or, you know, allocation, whatever, yeah, or whatever, because the coach wants to go in a different direction, then yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I think the one talking about he didn't really score enough goals. The one thing he didn't do was score the easy goals. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was a good player, like the playmaking. He scored, you know, some good longer range goals. Just get him in the six yard box. He was completely hopeless. Mm-hmm. So if he gets that bit right, he'd be a very good player. Um, I hope he's back next year. Um, you know, I mean, as always, it's a, it depends what's happened after. So we get rid of Gilberto, and in his place we have Lionel Messi, whoever. Hooray! Um, I, I hear he's good. Yes. I've heard of him. Uh-huh. He's, he's no caca. He, no yeah, but um, yeah, I'd like him to stay. And yeah, if, if he ends up getting traded within MLS, then just wow. I could I I could see him getting traded in MLS. I mean, why not? Yeah, it would not. It's me. that's 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 TFC TFC. Mm. Um, I kind of I kind of felt that that um, him getting nine goals with with the service that our midfield has provided to our forwards, um, that's that's all star numbers to me. Um, <laughs> he, the fact that he got the fact that he got nine and gave everybody like a fifteen game head start that's pretty impressive. Well, I'm sure it puts him in the top ten of all time leading oh, scorers on a team. Geez, oh, I wouldn't doubt it. I'm sure Luke Moore was like right <laughs> behind him. Um, well, I, I probably <laughs> you laughed and then you did the math. <laughs> yeah, you start thinking about it. You're uh, like ten. Mm. He might be top five. <laughs> mm, might be. Might be. Not Luke Moore, but Gilberto. Oh, perhaps. Oh, not Luke. No, not Luke Moore. Um, I I I don't see him staying. I desperately want him to stay. I, I love that workhorse type player, um, but I don't blame him. I certainly um, can't blame. I can't blame him if he wants out. Like you know, I, I'm sure I can't see players hating Toronto, the city, but I can totally see them hating the bosses. 
Um, <laughs> if yeah, he goes, uh, it sucks. It sucks, and I mean, it is what it is. I, I even if he ends up in another MLS club, if he ends up in Club America, and goes back to Brazil. I thought he was a hell of a find. I'd never heard of. I mean, not that I followed the Brazilian league at all, but I thought he was a hell of a find. Uh, I didn't ex- didn't know what to expect from him, um, and not not that I know what a typical Brazilian player is like. He is not. A, I don't find him a typical Brazilian player. He he's wonderful. So uh, not that Brazilian players aren't. Um, yeah, shame. It's seven goals rather than nine yeah. in all competitions. Yeah. Uh, I knew it was seven, but I thought it was maybe just MLS. Well, I was looking. Oh well, actually, I thought it was nine in all competitions. Right, what other competition would he have scored in those? No, no, he, he, oh, yeah. no, he, he wasn't. They didn't no. get going when well, the CCO was still on her. No, no. no. seven. No. Fuck him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Useless. But Jonathan Lasorio is number ten on the list. All right, <laughs> with. Eight goals. Wow. So wow. so Gil next year. It's 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 all it's all. So Dero, Dicchio, Kuvermans, Barrett, Osorio, obviously. Alan Gordon, no Ryan Johnson. Oh, good. Uh, you're gonna for, you're gonna forget com- completely forget one, and you'll probably be surprised by the other two. Guevara. That's the oh, one. That's okay. one of the forgotten ones. I I would. Okay. Or no, I would. I was surprised the, by him. The one I forgot. Yeah. Is 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 that one? Oh no no. Oh, actually, is that the one you're surprised by? No the. Uh, I forgot that. Uh, surprised by ten. Did we say for, DQ? Forgot nine. Did yes, you said DQ. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Go on then. Zhao. Yeah, Grande Pequeño. Uh, really? Yeah. 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 He's comfortably at nine. Ten goals. Is, is that all competitions, or are we just in in just MLS? Looks like all. Yeah, I think all competitions, yeah. Oh, yes, yes, A lot yes, of yes. his goals were Sorry, this is six in the CCL. <laughs> yes, Holy it did. Yeah. Yeah. You rock this. Come on, the Dallas game. And, and we what were the other Dallas. And what were the other ones in the, in the uh, Canadian Cup? In the no, the Royal one, one, one was, one was, yeah. Two so, against Santos so three Laguna. Three for MLS. You got the penalty in... in uh... Okay, yeah. Yes, he did. Two against Santos Laguna, two against Dallas, and two against whichever crappy... The Panamanian Nicaraguan team it was to actually qualify for the group stage. All right, so also you're missing, you're missing a ro- you're missing royalty and somebody with a dual personality. Alvaro Ray? No. <laughs> royalty. King. Spanish. I know, no, I know. But, no. but TFC uh, royalty or oh, oh, baby oh, prince? Oh, baby a prince. From Zambia. Uh, <laughs> oh God. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh Eight God. goals. And, yeah. and, and and dual personality. Have your your favorite. Mike Gunn. Yeah, <laughs> Mike Sanders. Mike on Santos. Mike on Santos. Wow, that is a that is a wall of honor. <laughs> oh, oh, isn't it just? Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Mm. <laughs> this was fun. Mm. <laughs> it was a learning experience. Yeah. Who can you trust to sign the invisible checks this city needs to balance the budget? D Row. Who will blanket Scarborough with subways up every major arterial road? D Row. Who will never leave this town behind, but if he does, he'll come back in a couple of years? Dero. There is a boy from Scarborough, and Dero is his name-o. On October 27th, vote Dwayne De Rosario for Mayoro. Alright. One more game. We have to play one more game. Does anyone really care? No. However, here to maybe tell us some stuff about it is Duncan. Duncan, take it away. 
Thank you, Kristen. Yes, so New England are quite a good team. Toronto are a shit team. It means nothing to either team. What's the fucking point? Back to you, Kristen. Thanks, Duncan. Mm-hmm. World class. Hey. That was, that was actually longer than I expected it to be. Yeah. Um, oh, we're going to win a potty for that. One. <laughs> yeah. Is that an actual award, by the way? It should be. We're going to win one of them. All right, just quickly before we get into talking a tiny little bit about the game, uh, Vanny uh, had his post game, post game, post training chat today and uh, declared that they are going into Foxborough looking for the win. Hooray. Oh, yes. They're trying to build a culture of winning here, and that yeah. means they go into every game and the exact look- same way, looking for points. Oh, the exact same way. Good. Oh, exactly. So they're going to look good. amazing. Have they looked behind the couch? That's a good place to look for a win. How about uh, how about on the uh, in the plane seats? That's that's a good place to look. Or or maybe they should call concierge once they land and see if they can hook them up with a win. Because I got some concert tickets once when I went away. It was a little expensive, but it's totally worth it. Nice. But uh, they're not going to find it the way you think they're going to find it. Through football. No, fuck that. I mean, New England is absolutely locked into second place. So yeah. they may well be resting they players, not really trying. Yeah. So maybe. maybe. I hope they don't win, though. Just because I, I don't want them to get closer to the playoff spots. I want, if they're ever saying, oh, you know, we had a good season. This was <laughs> look, how, look how close we almost Historically, one of our best seasons, and you know, we, we got quite close. Is I, you know, want to be able to say, no, fuck off, you were eight points back. That's not fucking close. So, yeah, yeah I know. You don't, 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 you don't close want, that gap. You don't want revisionist history. I get it. No. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I don't know. I, 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 I'm a little excited that Kanapka is going to caveman his way into the starting 11. I think <laughs> but I don't think he is. That's the thing. I hope he does. I, I, I'm, I'm actually kind of secretly hoping he's going to have his own Bendix slash Conway moment when he roughs up Seagreen Bunbury. I think that's going to be beautiful. <laughs> I might, a single tear will streak down my eye once he takes him out. He goes lunging for a save, takes out his entire pancreas right, right through his body. Um, I also would like to get a clip of, of, of somebody else screaming for goodness' name. I think that would be good because I don't think he's been starting so much. He's been coming off the bench too. Mm. So, you know, hopefully new uh, new material for the podcast. We don't win with a brace, 3-2. You know, we lose. Whatever. That's what I'm calling. Fair enough. All right. I'm not watching it, by the way. I'm just saying that's what's going to happen. You're not watching <laughs> Why would I watch it? <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Have you seen this team? I've suffered enough. Frequently. I've suffered enough. <laughs> I've seen many. You're going to be coming on here next week and posing as an expert. Yeah. <laughs> Lord, man. All right. Fine. <laughs> Guilt me into watching it. <laughs> Look, I, I don't think he's... I think he should play the kids and just give people a run out. I don't think he's going to. The, after that declaration, wins, wins, wins. Mm. Well, if he thinks he has this magical core group, and show us. He's this Tony Robbins-esque, you know, self-help kind of interview guy who gives, you know, these interviews like he did today. Show us. And you got 90 minutes to give us any reason to be optimistic going into a very long offseason. Mm-hmm. His jaw is not nearly big enough to be anything like Tony Robbins. <laughs> <laughs> Nowhere near it. I've seen both of their faces. One looks like a That's giant That's true. Bucket. The forehead's not big no, enough either. No, but no. no, but yeah, he's just a morsel. Show us. If, yeah, he, if he's got this point. great plan, and if he's got this great group. Five minutes of coherence. Other than Defoe, he's pretty much got his full, you know, yeah. phalanx of core group members so why not go out there and show us exactly there's very little excuse yeah that's a good point I mean even you know the, the pressure's off there's no yeah. 
Whatever. They can yeah. play with freedom. Yes. They can be unleashed <laughs> mm-hmm. with no pressure. So if that's the case, go out, show us in 90 minutes exactly yeah. what maybe we can look forward to in 2015. It would be nice to see something because I've seen nothing Agreed. from Vanny that makes me think, yeah, we're on the right track. Oh, right? yeah. Momentum going from the end of a shitty season into mm-hmm. an off season where we won't see the team again until May in front of us. So, yeah. Um, I just... I, I would rather see them run out some of the kids or some of the players that never play. Yeah, I'd love to see Kanaka. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see uh, the uh, Invisible Man, Bright TK. Um, I'll put mm. weeds out there. Why not? What the hell? If it rains. If it rains. It's, it's, it's guaranteed anyway. goals. Like, come on. But this is going to be likely a nightmare of a game, even with the Revs possibly coasting through it. As and, and they could. They could, even if TFC... <laughs> you know, even if TFC had all of their big guns, um, they could still probably coast through this game and beat them because probably it's Toronto. Part of me would love to go down to Foxborough as a way support and unfurl a giant <laughs> banner that just demands for an apology. <laughs> I would, would love fine. to see the cameras try to explain what they just showed you. Oh, well, apologize for what? This man has come to Toronto to say this. Hey, hmm. Um, anyway, it's just going to probably be a nightmare of a game. We're going to watch, but uh, they are probably going to inevitably lose, and then we can really focus on next year and what's going to happen. But just one last thing that sort of came out of came out of the game on Saturday and has been seen on Twitter, and we've had conversations with friends, uh, is how many fans has the team managed to bleed away this year? There was the Big Bloody Mess uh, bus TIFO, which was... Quite funny. If you did not, if you did not see it, do search. It's a bloody out. joke. Sorry, was it a joke? Oh, I thought yes. it was a mess. I'd have to look. A bloody All joke. Right. Um, I have that saved somewhere. And booze at the end, which we've heard frequently this season, considering the the product on the field. And you know, I've already heard from people who have said they're not renewing. They're sending their tickets back, or just that's it. This is this is the this is the straw for them. Um, have you guys have heard the same? I'm assuming. Like, what do you think about sort of, obviously, you no know, fans are upset, but are we going to see the same kind of bleed that we saw that led to them to roll the ticket prices back? Like, is this the same sort of situation? Or do we not lose as many? I think as long as there's any kind of a wait list. I don't believe that no, there is like, any kind of wait no, list. You know what I mean, According right? Like that table at BMO well, on Saturday. Like, was. if there... It's scorched earth. Like if you if you if you look at like the way the Leafs have their ticket prices, it's clearly scorched earth. It's like they're in a position where you no longer can reasonably afford an entire season's ticket, but you could be able to afford to go to one game. So who cares if they win or lose? You ain't coming back the rest of the season. You know, I I, I kind of I kind of feel like they would they would be the type of organization that would be like, yeah, you know what? There's more people. We'll attract more people. There's soccer fans who couldn't get tickets back in 2007 who are going to want to come. Wait till they see what kind of a team we get for them next year. You know, I, I think there's 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 a small percentage who are grandstanding. Uh, there's there's a small percentage who are grandstanding, and then there's a lot and, and there's a large percentage who are quiet who are not coming back. Mm-hmm. And I think they're just going to be replaced. Honestly, I don't think they're going to be gone. They're just going to be replaced. But that's that's just me kind of looking at it, how Toronto sports kind of works. 
I think they've kind of gone into Stockholm Syndrome a little bit. They didn't even really boo all that much after the match on Saturday. They just trudged out in the Head rain. Down. It looked a bit like a Orwell- an Orwellian dystopia, really. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, the fans who bought in simply because some EPL player joined us this year will drift away, but I don't think there's going to be a huge exodus, just a constant drip, drip, drip until the Argos move in, and then they'll kill off the rest of us. Right. I think you mentioned Diago's. I mean, it's the thing. Yeah, I don't think TFC really needs the uh, season ticket holders and all that sort of thing. Now they've got, you know, they're going to eventually have the Argos in. They've got all their, you know, fancy new suites and that sort of thing. They reorganized their funding deal with the city. So now, you know, whatever money they make on game day, it's theirs rather than having to split it with the city. Mm-hmm. And they've got all these you know, fancy new. Probably very expensive, I imagine, options for the corporate entertainment dollar. Uh, you know, tax write-off, slider, panda meat, whatever it might be. Um, that sounds delicious. I want you guys. Unicorn hot dogs. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so yeah, I think they're, they're going to be making their money. They're going to be focusing on that sort of thing to make their money. And it's like, yeah, right, you know, if the, the stands are half empty in this new 30,000-seat stadium, whatever. All right, well, to our wonderful listeners, we put it to you. Are you renewing? Uh, are you not? And tell us why. So tweet at us, please, or put it in the comments, as always. So tweet at Vocal Minority Pod, knowing the vocal in the comments on our website, vocalminoritypodcast.blogspot.ca, and in the comments over at Waking the Red. We'd really like to know sort of what, uh, what you're all thinking about this season in terms of whether or not we get to see you back in the stands with us next year. Mm-hmm. Uh I personally would not blame any fan that is not renewing. No. Anyone who's been around for you know, even a few years, never mind like all eight, you've had enough. Yeah, fair enough. This team has done nothing to earn your really loyalty. Earn anyone's <laughs> loyalty. And if you are renewing, tell us why. I want to hear what the other insane side feels like. Just so I know I'm not alone. <laughs> or why we're not alone because oh, everyone weird. at this table will be back next that's year true. and that's it is a our own insane cross to bear I write it off <laughs> they gave you a pen? <laughs> where's my pen? that's next year's gift <laughs> no I'm more scarves I'm signing up early big pens <laughs> alright folks I think that is more than enough for this week so you can find us in various places on the interwebs at Duncan D. Fletcher and Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Fagundes. Fagundes! Fagundes! At the Yorkies 1812, Tony Walls. Fuck. Uh, at talk I G N I R T O Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. You guys, watch your language. <laughs> no. Okay. Felipe! And uh, as for me, uh, you can find me out there at KZ Knowles, and I just like to say, Ticonio. Uh, but until uh, Espanol. That's fuck you in, in Spanish. Ah, Our Spanish listeners will know. <laughs> uh, until <Franklin>. then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Toronto, until next week, get used to it.
Fagundes. Fagundes! Fagundes! Shit, didn't do that for either. <laughs> Just say fuck a lot. <laughs> yeah. Phone duck. Fuck those guys. Fuck those guys. Mm-hmm. Remember, those are in three, so you're going to have to add an extra fuck at the end of the day. Uh, I'll uh, start. I want uh, Rickety Buckshot to be the one asking <laughs> Rickety Buckshot. For, for the, I'm sort of picturing like a Yosemite <laughs> Sam ass. Yeah, like, yeah. But skinny, really skinny. Yeah, really, exactly. With, like, with like, some with, kind like, of bone disease. Teeth, yeah, like, yeah. Like, like, He's three, got a hobo kind of thing. Three teeth yeah. kind of going on. <laughs> yeah. Buckshot. I haven't eaten in a week. Wouldn't you like to see a showdown between Rickety Buckshot and Currency Charles? <laughs> <laughs> hey there, skinny. Oh, are you hungry? Well, I've got all the money, so you can't buy food. <laughs> Dang out it, it's Rickety Buckshaw's hungry again. Currency Charles is a son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, oh, back to Bay Street with me. What the hell have I been saying? <laughs> actually, this is her. Actually, in, in fairness, in fairness, is he supporting me? this is accurate. I'm Usually. Sorry. I say that's true. Usually. <laughs> Usually. Yes. <laughs> I am totally innocent. Right. In this nice in going up. Your reputation is very good. Sorry, sorry. That was a, that was a that was a reputation <laughs> yellow card right there. Duncan, would you shut the fuck up? God. Nice work, voice Jackson. He's not, he's not even here. Well, this is going well. James heard that a lot. <laughs> we just we were just like, don't worry. <laughs> Very confused. Very confused. <laughs> just, just, just go with it. It'll be fine. Just let her yell at you. It's okay. <laughs>